Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Central one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. This is episode 26, 2023, and the 15th of the Australian Survivor Elimination episodes, although this is the 18th elimination overall. He stayed in the competition longer than the other survivors expected. He stayed in longer than maybe he even expected. I think he is the most misunderstood player in the game. Simon Mee is the 18th person eliminated from Australian Survivor. Simon, thank you for joining me at TV Central. Well, yeah, it's great to be here. What a um, what a loaded uh, introduction. But um, I mean, I went out there to play and get my hands dirty, and I, I think I did just that. <laughs> I wanted to leave a mark on this game, but I tell you what, I left a mark that I did not expect, and what a, what a roller coaster, hey? Yeah, we'll talk about all of that. But first of all, on behalf of the uh, the women of Australia and all the gay guys, thank you. The Speedos and uh, Chessford 21 episodes was a massive highlight. Um, how many comments do you get on your body? Oh, look, I, I think I know my uh, I know my audience of um, you know the, the the gay population have been very very supportive of me, and you know <laughs> I, I I I've I planted a few Easter eggs in there. Like I know what was coming out of my mouth at the time. That was been a lot of fun. And um, look, yeah, between you know, that demographic and and women between fifty and sixty four, I've got my niche carved out. So um, <laughs> it's been a it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, everyone everyone has been really really supportive. Um, you know, on on the way through, and you know, I think they see this as just a, a little bit more than um than the smile and the speedo. So that's been that's been really nice. Yeah, for sure. Look, I, I must say, I mean, I examined the body for purely educational purposes and research. It was very it was just a strategy, right? That was a strategy. Yeah. So, am I right that though that you that you really tightened up without without the food? I mean, you were pretty sort of bulky in the first few episodes um, with the pecs, but by day forty two, you were. I mean, you're still great, but you were, I guess, tightened or, or leaned up. Would that be right? Yeah, um, it was obviously you only, only have beans and rice, and then like outside of that, you've got coconut. So, I I, I lost in twenty five days in the outback. I lost six kilos in forty two days out there. I only lost three kilos this time. Oh, wow. So that was huge. But like the difference for me was coconut. Coconut's got like twelve hundred calories in them, and look, it gives you the runs. It's not pleasant, but you get the energy into your system. So it meant that. I at least had a full belly, like, look, I'm not satisfied, but I had some kind of energy to be able to have a, a clear brain, to be able to make some decisions. Not that that helped me because they were all pretty crappy decisions, but like it was enough to be able to, to get me through. And like, I still, I felt strong. I felt fresh and you don't have sugar and crap in your system to that, you know, that makes you, that, that brings you down. So you, you fueled in a very efficient way and, you know, it allowed me to perform in challenges and, and feel great and unstoppable out there, which was awesome. Mm. All right. Let's go to the misunderstood comment that I made at the start. Yeah. Look, here, here are my examples. Now, first of all, you were completely loyal um, and you had a big bromance with Geordie. He stabbed you in the back. Um, I don't see you did anything wrong to to deserve that. Were you really cut up by that? Uh, yeah, it was like it was pretty hard, like watching all that back and seeing that. You know, I, I really enjoyed my time out there with Jordy, and I I thought that he enjoyed his time out there with me. But I, I think from what I've you know what I've heard, it he he didn't so much. And yeah, like it's it's always hard. Um, you know, I think that like what happens in the game happens in the game, and I never like. I would never hold anything against anyone for that because it is a simulation and it is cutthroat and you're expected to do that. Um, but it's, uh, I think it, it says 
more it speaks more about volumes to how you treat people outside of the game and that's how i've always choose to choose to judge people but yeah it was really hard at the time to to see that and not to have the level of friendship that i thought we we had there um yeah it was tough all right example number two the fake idol now you got what you thought was a real idol. Um, then you you were asked to give it up, and 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 you did that to help save someone else. You did everything that was asked. Then people turned on you because they think that you played them. Now now I'm still guessing you genuinely thought um, that you had a had a real uh, real idol. How how did you feel when you found out that it was a fake idol? Oh. My whole world came crashing down in front of me. It was really hard to swallow and to see because I thought that that was setting me up in the game. I thought that that had bought me so many friends. And that was like such a big display of trust to win over all the heroes. And then to see it slip through my fingertips, like it was just soul destroying because that was like, that was my avenue. And then after that, it's like I've burnt, all the villains have turned on me. None of them want to work with me all the heroes I've now burnt trust with. So I have no one in this game and it was really hard to watch that all go down and to come into the second half of the game with nothing and try to move forward from there. Yeah. Aside from gunning from, uh, for your rival, George, uh, which was apparent, um, you're one of the kindest people on the show, never nasty in any way. So for all of those reasons that I've given, I, I think you were misunderstood. Why did so many people have an issue with you? Um, why were you writing people the wrong way? Because I just didn't see it. Yeah, I think that like I, 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 I come in with a very, um, a very unique not unique, but I come in with like my own set of cards and everyone, everyone has a set of cards in the hand that they have to play from. Like I came in, came in as like one of very, like Jordy and I were only two kind of alpha males in that tribe. And, you know, I was thrust into that leadership role again, which I can't help but like be thrown into that position. You kind of have to have to deal with it from there. Um, and like, it's difficult. And, but my mantra has always been to like, to lift people up and to, you know, to make sure everyone is included. Um and I tried to do that as much as possible. And even with people that you know, I wasn't necessarily voting with or voting for, I tried to make sure that I could at least bring some positivity and encouragement to, to you know, everyone's game to remind people that this is an experience that needs to be enjoyed and you a game would need to make the most of like right now. And it was really hard seeing so much of that left out of the edit at the start. Um, you know, I yeah. felt like I wasn't really humanized so much. And, you know, after every... Um, after every challenge, like my voice, I just, I, my lungs had run out of like, run out of gas. Cause I'm always like cheering and lifting people up, encouraging, not just the villains, but like even both sides when there's a good effort out there. Like I love the challenges. I love seeing people overcome adversity and succeed when they didn't expect to. And um, that's some of my highlights in the game of survivor. So seeing that and encouraging that was huge, but then not seeing that watched back was really hard to get my head around. So it was kind of like disappointing there, but you know, on a long enough period of time, I feel like the real me was always going to come through, which was really nice to see. I'm glad yeah. we got there in the end. You did. Australia love you. Um, look, if George was gone, the chances of others winning um, becomes more of a level playing field. Why couldn't you pull off that Nina, George, Simon, Matt takedown of George? That's oh. four votes guaranteed that he's out. They, look, my whole mention the whole way through the game, George is such a big personality and such a huge, like, 
just a huge presence around camp. And like you take him out of the game, it would always blow everything right open. He was the glue that hold, held so many things together uh, that that uh, that was against me. And without him, it just it it would have made the biggest difference and changed so many different things at so many different points in the game. So like it was worth focusing on that to you know to to try to get rid of him. And look, over the last forty eight hours in the game, they were never moving. Like they were always like they. I I'm even surprised that Jerry had even like vocalized like maybe thinking about it. But he was always running back to running back mm-hmm. to George. And that's so evident by the way that Nina and I both voted for each other. Like, you know, that was, it, it was never not happening. So yeah, I think they did a pretty good job of bringing that one together to you know, put a bit of, uh, I put some questions out to the universe because it was, um, yeah, mm. it was, it was a done deal. Like I was a goner. I knew I was a goner. I was gone the night before at the night at, when Nina got saved and the non-elimination. Like I was just, yeah, I managed to like scrape through that one. So it's just unlucky, I guess. You made the pitch about the the porn thing, and um, and Jerry countered with the coach mentor example. <laughs> I, I think you could have pushed your point even further because the reality is that he has promised Matt, Jerry, Nina, and Liz all spots to the end. I mean, that's obviously impossible. These guys are just pawns. Um, could you not have, like pushed that line that he he'd made promises? Um, and and the one to Jerry is 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 exactly the same one that was made to Liz and then Nina and then Matt and then before that Shawnee and I then know. Haley. Um, yep. he's he's going to have to let down someone next um at Tribal Council. Um, how are all these people not seeing this, mate? I I really don't know, and that's why I has to give credit to George, but he managed to you know he left <laughs> Liz out of a vote, he left Jerry out of a vote, he left Matt out of a vote, or you know he's blindsided them all. And they've all gone running back to him. Like it was just so frustrating to to see it happen. And yeah, that conversation with Jerry, like at Tribal Council, like I think it even missed the mark a little bit, right? Like you know, it's amazing to have a coach and you know someone to give you guidance. But some of the best players and player coach relationships, you take the advice, you take the guidance, but you make your own game of it. You know, mm. you take that and turn it into something yourself. You just don't follow along with you know, what else someone is like telling telling you to do and look i will never know the inner workings of what was going on there but seeing the way that you know george's uh, uses language to be in people's ears to make them think about what's going on but then he still gets his way every time i tried to make them aware of it i tried to let them know and you know what like that's the real question will be from now can anyone stand on their own two feet outside of George and have enough of a narrative to, you know, take home five hundred thousand dollars and the title of sole survivor or or not? And that will be the, you know, that will be the interesting question that we will find out at the end. I reckon. Yeah. Well, another interesting question. Can we play a game of that you make it to the final tribal council? Um, oh. What what would have been your speech knowing that George? No, no, um, I try I try not to think about it. To be honest, it's like, uh, you know, I I think back and I I think about what I was what my narrative and what I the adversities that I'd overcome. Um, I actually don't think I was even going to talk about the challenges. Like it's not like it's a kind of cool part of it. It helped me kind of get through. But it, you know, you have to know your audience. Um, and it was really going to be around you know, I've, I've played with some of the best players and the people sitting on the jury, um, you know, played some like, you know, amazing games. And and here I stand being able to outlast 
all of you. And uh, I, look, I, I really don't like going into it in too much detail, but it like, cause it would have had to, like, it just, it hurts me thinking about it. But it, was, it was going to be like, it was going to be like Christy Bennett style 2016, where you just have to go for it, but owning it all, um, doing it with humility um, respecting the people that were on the on the jury and the fact that I was I was still there and they had a lot of appreciation for the fact that I was you know I never gave up I still gave it all and I you know fumbled my way through it and just owning that is a really important part of uh, an important part of it like knowing that I didn't play a great strategic game at all like but I put myself in a position that was able to get me through duck when I needed to duck when you know and weave when I needed to weave and like. Yeah, it was there was definitely a narrative there, which is pretty exciting. Um, really sad at the same time that I wasn't there to actually do it, but God, it would have been good. Well, taking you out of it then, like how do whoever makes it to the to the to the tribal council, and let's just assume that George is there, how do people make their pitches like just in general against George? I mean, what so what assuming he, George is or isn't there? He is there. Is there. So <laughs> how do these people make a pitch, you know, knowing that George is there? They just need to differentiate themselves from George. Simple as that. Like, how how does your game stand on your own two feet, opposite to you know what George has done, or you know, because George is gonna like if he gets there, he can get up there and he doesn't even need to talk about what he's done in terms of like the moves. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. Like, I was part of it. I saw it all happen in front of my eyes, like time and time and time again. Like, it literally would not have even needed to touch on it. Um, it, it would have been more about like, you know, why, why did, you know, why did, why does George need to, I don't know, how's he managed the jury? Like, how has that been a thing for, for him? So like uh, more about like his social, social game, I think. So yeah, there'll be the real differentiate differentiation for between like George and whoever's, whoever's going up against him. Like how does your game stand on your own two feet without him dictating what he you know, manipulating and moving you to where he wanted you. Yeah. Well, everyone seems to have a sliding doors moment in the series. Like it just this one little thing or one vote had gone that way or, or something like that, especially with Sam. Um, yours seems to be that last domino challenge. Um, you like needed like 10 seconds more. Oh, that, ah! yeah. That, look, my sliding door moment was the, um was that winning that immunity like a thin fire challenge, like all the way back on yeah. day, like 15, 16, like that's when my game should have ended there. And then the cookie oil was another sliding door moment. But look, that was really unlucky. That last challenge. Um, I, I was, yeah, I was pretty ahead. I had all my blocks up. And then as I was going back twice, it happened that like two blocks in the same spot fell off um, a couple of times. And like just the track where it was, it just was not smooth. Like there was just, you know, it wasn't a completely smooth track there. So the dominoes were like already like in a bad spot. And that's just like the luck of the draw, you know, you draw for spots and I ended up there and yeah, that was just like, just kind of stitched me up and, and, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. It's just kind of like my, my luck had, end, had run out. I had well and truly overstayed my welcome. And um, yeah, that was the end of the, end of the line for me. <laughs> Well, the show will definitely not be the same without you. You were a great player, super at challenges, um, and you got through a lot, you know, despite a lot of um, adversity against you. Um, and in my opinion, as I said, totally misunderstood. We will <laughs> see you on the jury. Um, yeah. But, uh, woohoo. Uh, thank you for joining me at TV Central. Aaron, mate, thank you very much for having me. It's been such a blast to be uh, a part of an incredible season.
uh, definitely an incredible season for sure. Simon Me, 18th eliminated from Australian Survivor. Australian Survivor, 7.30 Sunday and Monday on 10 and 10 play, down to two apps a week now and just three episodes remaining until we find out if George will be the sole survivor because that seems to be what it's all about now. TV Central will be uh, talking to almost every eliminated contestant. There'll be a podcast available around lunchtime the day after an elimination. That's it for this podcast. For all the latest news, podcasts, streaming guides and info, head to tvcentral.com.au. Until next time, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Simon Me. Bye for now. 